What's up, y'all? We are back with another absolutely fabulous episode of Surviving the Hood. Welcome. Surviving the Hood. My name is Aaron. And I'm Brittany. How y'all doing tonight, man? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. All right, so tonight we're going to talk about something I'm sure you saw in our little description there. We're talking about meshed potatoes. Meshed potatoes. Meshed. You mean mashed potatoes? No? No. Not mashed? Not mashed. Not the fluffy white clouds of, like, you know, potato with goodness? We ain't talking about that? I mean, I'm your fluffy white cloud of goodness. Okay, well, see, I'm I'm definitely <laughs> the gravy. The That's gravy. We're You're not definitely talking about that gravy. chicken gravy. We're talking about that brown gravy. Duck. The au jus. The duck gravy. <laughs> he brings the gravy and I bring the mashed potatoes. <laughs> Listen, okay, anyway. <laughs> y'all know we're crazy. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's do this. So, so what right. is mesh potatoes? Mesh potatoes. Um, you want me to explain? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so mesh potatoes is how do we mesh well together? Mm, okay. Yeah. So that's right. what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about how are we alike, Ooh. maybe a little different, right. how we complement each other. Okay. And then we have a fun little game we're going to play. Oh, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Here we go. All right, so let's get into it. Let's jump in. Both feet. Go ahead. You start Splash. Us. Start right. us out. So, how are we alike? How are we alike? You go first. Okay. Um, this, is, this is one of the ways that I think that we are alike. We have uh, very similar tastes and wants when it comes to... Um, our family Mm -hmm. and we're very passionate people yeah um we we can go into any situation together and we can dominate and we can uh, kind of of move around and and feel the room (laughs) and and love on people yeah because i feel like that's what we do yeah yeah so for me So for me, I love that you said that because I love that we love people. Like that's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things I love about us is that we are so ministry minded. Mm -hmm. So like we're always about what can we do for the kingdom? Like I'll give an example. Today we went out and um, we went out and we did a prayer walk for our city. And um, some of you may or may not have seen that uh, I am on crutches. So I could not do the walk, but we got to stay back and um, at the base and pray and do some worshiping and it was awesome like I, I love that we love to serve together it's one of my favorite things about us mm-hmm. is we are very much we very much are kingdom minded we love to serve people we right, love to right. serve um, Christ and I love that we get to do that side by side right. like we get to do kids ministry together and mm-hmm. we get to you know, serve in the streets together. And so there's just so many things. I love that I get to do ministry with you and that we both have the same mindset with that. Yeah, because we, we've we been to the point where we were doing ministry separately and we were growing separately and it just, yeah. it wasn't right. It didn't have the right feel. And yeah. like, it, it almost was to the point where we were growing apart. I agree. I and, agree. you know, when you do have a ministry, you have to, grow at the same pace so that you can grow together and you can experience the same yeah. things together 
to be it able was like, to say that you're growing I was together. getting poured into a whole lot from yeah. different leadership, and I felt like you were just kind of going through the motions. Right. And so we would try to be on the same page, but it was hard, one, because we never got to see each other because you mm-hmm. were always doing something else. And then I was always doing something else. So Sundays were never spent together. And so I love that now we get to do that together. Right. We serve <clears throat> together on the same team. And we get to impact lives together. And we're growing together. Which, and it's all about togetherness. And that I love that. That was a good response. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's get down to it. How are we different? Uh, I'll go first this time. Okay. Go ahead. So I think... Something we're still trying to navigate is probably just how we parent a little different. And so I feel like I come in as like the most of the time. Now, there are times that I am not this way. But most of the time I come in as like the nurturing mom. And Mm -hmm. like, let me be a de-escalator. And how can I get down to the source of the problem in a calmer manner? But then you kind of come in with like this dead right (laughs) like i am the father and you're gonna listen to me that's that's because of how i was raised right i was raised in a um semi-military based home right so you're having to unlearn things which i am too there's so much because i was we'll get into this a little bit but we come from pretty difficult childhoods and um you know one of the things that i for me there was a lot of abuse in my childhood growing up mm-hmm. and probably, you know, he dealt with similar things. And so we're having to relearn how to parent together and we're not exactly right. on the exact same page. We're in the same we're book. Getting there. We're, we're getting <laughs> We're in there. the same book, but we are learning at a different pace and, and that's okay. Um, I think, and I say that only because I'm with the kids all the time because I homeschool them and I'm their primary caregiver, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're out taking care of us financially, which I appreciate so much. You let mm-hmm. me stay home, but I'm able to work with the kids hands on a whole lot more. Right. And so, but you're, I mean, you're, I'm really proud of the progress that you made because we both have really come so far in it. And so <laughs> we are a little different in our parenting, but we're almost on the same page. Yeah, and we also <laughs> have the same goals in mind. We yeah. want we want our children to be the best that they can right. be. We want them to be, you know, perfect little angels whenever they are, you know, <laughs> well, that's, around other people. They especially actually do really like, well around other people. It's I, yeah, I around like us that they're they, very comfortable. They're, they're comfortable <laughs> with us, and they give us. They give us some a pushback. piece of their mind. Yeah, they give us some pushback. <laughs> they try to see what their limits are for uh-huh. sure, but. You know, we're trying this whole um, gentle parenting thing with a biblical um, design. And so we're not like, some people hear the word gentle parenting and are like, "Eh, your kids are running that house. And that's not our goal. Our goal is to allow our kids to have a voice because we know what it's like to not have a voice. Right. Being stifled. So we're still learning how to allow our kids to have a voice because sometimes our four-year-old, well, she's five now, but... Our five-year-old really has her own voice. And when she does not want to do something, she'll flat out say no. <laughs> it does not matter she'll what it is. She'll tell you no first and then tell you yes later by accident. Like, oops, I didn't mean to say no, but I said no. Right. So even <laughs> even like tonight, she she really, she five years old, she really likes to test the limits. And so um, tonight she was kind of just mad <laughs> because things weren't going her way. And she really wanted to sleep with her sister and I would not allow her. <laughs> 
And so I made them separate, and she was mad at me. And I sort of, dad went in, and he started doing prayers with everybody. He goes, all right, everybody, repeat after me. We're going to do our prayers. And she says, no. no. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, little girl? Let me tell you something. Um, oh, yeah. man. No. But, you know, and that's the thing. The thing about gentle parenting is allowing kids to have a voice and allowing kids to have an opinion. Are the opinions always correct? No. But we at least let them be heard. And I feel like that is something that we had to definitely learn. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when we were kids, it was my children are seen. Right, children my were the highway. Children are seen and not heard. Children are seen and not heard. And I heard both of those from um, from my parents. And so, not so much my mom. My mom, my mom is fantastic. But um, anyway, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Stop jumping on that couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna smack the black off of you. No, that was my house. That oh, was that was, I didn't Sorry. have any of that. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was my house. No, anyway. mine was definitely the biggest thing I heard as a kid was my way or the highway. That was the biggest thing See, I heard. See, we didn't live close to highways, so it wasn't no highway. They was gonna drop you off over by the lake and you weren't gonna come back. <laughs> or I brought you into this world and I'll, I'll take, take you out. out. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. I'll turn this car around right now. <laughs> Don't make me pull over. Right, right, right. Threats. Yes, yes. So we lived <laughs> a life of it wasn't threats. A threat, it was a promise. But we're trying not to do that with our kids, and so I'm really I'm proud of us for. Didn't they like? There. Didn't they like? Whip their children with like a cat of nine tails in biblical times, like when they was acting a fool. I don't know. Probably it was something like. Whoosh, I don't whoosh. know. Something. I don't, know. I don't know what it was. I will say we were spanked a lot as kids, and we no longer spank our kids. And to each their own. But I know personally, and he and I have discussed that, you know, it's... <clears throat> we had childhoods that we had to heal from. And mm-hmm. our goal is to not allow our kids to grow up and have to heal from a childhood. Right. So. You know, you notice how um, the Jackson 5 family got like their their ability to maneuver the way that they maneuver they got spanked by joe joe and like, <laughs> yeah that's where that came from that's where that came from oh my goodness yeah. child, so child rearing right <laughs> in the rear that's in the what... rear <laughs> anyway let's get back on anyway topic. go ahead where what do you think how do we compliment each other is that how do you with? compliment me or how do i compliment you Oh no! How I'm sorry. That's not where we are. Yeah, it differences. Is. I thought. No, no, we already did that one, didn't we? Nope. I did. Us? Oh, you I didn't speak. Peace. Okay. So <laughs> y'all are gonna hear us do this. We we will right. be on the right track eventually. <laughs> okay. So all right. So as far how as us different? being different, uh, well, clearly there's a difference in us. I'm not gonna say what it is. Oh, does it have to do with the fact that I'm from the land of caucus? Caucus. No, no, no. That doesn't. Is that, that where you were going? It. No, that wasn't where I was going. I'm I was going to say. I was going to say that you like mashed potatoes. Oh. And I like gravy. French fries. Oh. No. What? <laughs> where are you coming? Okay. No, no, no. So yes, obviously you are Caucasian. I am African American. We have two different cultures. Yes. Is that where you're going? Yes, we are. We the are differently, and differently cultured. Yes, that's good. But I like that about us, though, because I feel like through that mm-hmm. I have learned so much about your culture that mm-hmm. I had no. I mean, I come from a predominantly white town. Like I graduated yeah. with one black person who was ra- raised by two white people. Man, I went to school with all different sorts <coughs> and shapes and sizes and ethnicities and folks from overseas and different yeah. countries and things, man. We didn't have that because I had a little tiny country town and so diversity wasn't really a huge thing and so uh, Jimmy Mustin. Like, right, I, I know Japanese for some <laughs> yeah. odd reason. And like 
I, I know a little little bit of Senegalese. It's weird. Like, I, I know a lot of stuff because I've been around a lot of people. Yeah, but I ha- I've been in the same small town my whole life. Like, I don't like traveling, which you do. The only thing that we're a little bit Love on. traveling. I'm a driver, baby. I do it. And I, I have drive until I fall asleep. So. Highways and byways and <laughs> he all He drives, that. not me. <laughs> oh, oh, also, shout out to my folks from overseas, my folks from Morocco, my folks from uh, the United Emirates and all of that. Love y'all. Yes. <laughs> Senegal, Uganda, Accra. Gotcha. That's Africa. You don't know anybody. Honestly, because I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Uh, so now, how do we compliment each other? Okay. Okay. So listen, this is how I compliment her. I'll be like, hey, baby. How you doing? How you doing? What's going on with you? You look, at, you look at mighty fine today. Okay. So, anyway. Okay. <laughs> So the other ways that I compliment her is, um, okay, so I I was talking about this today, actually. I am I would like to consider myself the calm to her storm. I'm and then sense. on the flip side, she keeps me centered and focused okay. because sometimes I get a little, I get a little squirrely and that's okay because that's just how I am. Yeah. He's passionate. Yeah, I'm passionate about everything, and I let it show. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I don't always like pay attention to what I'm doing or where I'm going, or yeah. you know. But she sometimes keeps I me, have to like bring she you reels down me back in. And, like it's cool, we're, it's good. Yeah, you know, don't stress about it. Right. But then you do that for me too on the times where I'm stressed, and right. so I love that. I love that. Right. For okay. me, how we compliment each other, I would say, um, hmm, probably just how you you know like when I need to de-stress like you just Mm -hmm. see that and um which is kind of the same thing that you just said but it's like you just you're just like are you good and sometimes like yes I'm fine (laughs) that's that Cincinnati lingo right there you can literally say uh you good in like 12 different like situations and it means 12 different things like you good bro like are you mad or do you want to fight or <laughs> do you, do you have fight? any money or like no for, okay. no no, no. that's for, what it means for us there's a meme about it look for, it up okay but Cincinnati for us lingo, I'm not talking about Cincinnati lingo I'm talking about on the moments where you just see it on me mm. are you good do you need a moment let me take over mm. you just you just know that like it's time for me to like Back go up. into the other room mm-hmm. <laughs> not the upper room just the other one. <laughs> Going to my secret place. Get myself bit. back together. Yeah. Me and Jesus and no kids. Yeah, yeah. There are times. Right. So I love that. That's kind of, I feel like for me, that's how we compliment each other really well. We can see on each other like, okay, we need to step back. Mm-hmm. Let me support you and take over so you can go de-escalate for a second and then come back and try again. Right. And I love that about us because we okay. can go back and forth and make sure that we're both good. <laughs> right, right. That's good. Okay, here we go. Game time, baby. We don't have to call this part like the Hood Olympics or something. When we do the bands. Hood Olympics. <laughs> You probably can do that better. There we go. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So, what is the name of this game? This is called. Okay. This is called the X. If you guys are TikToker, TikTokers. TikTok. That's a TikTok doctor. TikTok doctors. Okay. TikToker. If you guys are TikTokers, then you're gonna know what this is now. Is is it icky? It might be a little. 
That's <laughs> icky. Icky, icky, <laughs> you're so sicky. Name it. Chip Skylar. Yes. Bro, you act like I don't yes. know. I don't know. Fairly out parents. My shiny teeth and me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, <laughs> okay, so. Doug Demidome. Demer, owner of the Demsdale Demidome. <laughs> With his big old hats. Together. Okay, anyway, backtrack. Let's get back on. Let's, let's get back where we're supposed to be here. Okay, so Ix. So this is how the game goes. This is a game of, we're going to tell each other. Four different icks. Okay. Only four. Right. And we're going to go back and forth. Okay. And the other person cannot react to what they say. Now, here's why I say play this game. <laughs> because it brings awareness to things that, hey, this may kind of be something I wish you'd work on. And it just helps you do it in a fun way. Also, by not reacting, you can't get mad at each other. Okay. We are also, okay, so I will preface this by saying we are big fans of not sweeping things under the rug. We think it's a very good part of marriage. If you feel like the other person is doing something that's like, hey, I need you to work on this. <laughs> Can you calm this down? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I will say. Specifically. We, there's not a lot of like you'll find I, in my list anyway. It's not really like big things, no. because and the only reason I say is because we've already hit the big things. We married away eight years almost. Almost it'll be eight in February. And so because we have this rule, which I would I suggest you put into this into your marriage, don't ever sweep anything under a rug, and communicate with your spouse on how you're feeling. And because mm. we have great communication and we've learned how to communicate how we're feeling in a way that doesn't hurt the other person. Mm. Which took some learning and some a whole time lot of to learning. figure it out. It took years me. to yeah, figure this years. out. Because you never, and I'll give you, well, we're about to have some therapy right now, okay? You never want to go into a conversation with your spouse and point your finger and say, you're doing this and you need to fix this and you and you and you and you. But what you need to do is figure out how can you progress together. Yeah. And when we figured that out, our communication <clears throat> drastically changed. So now it's, hey, babe, here's something I think we should try together. Maybe using, this isn't using working. Using we statements yeah. instead of Because what happens, and Aaron, used, when I did this yeah. to him many years ago, because we've progressed a lot. I would get mad. He would get so offended because <laughs> he felt attacked. And I'd be women, like, well, wait a hear you, me. <laughs> but you, wait a minute, you. Yes, exactly. So women, I'm speaking to you because I know that we are really good at this. We attack and we don't even mean to or know that we're doing it. I'm telling you, the communication in your life with your spouse will change if you learn how to communicate correctly. Mm -hmm. And you say, okay, maybe there's something that he's doing that I don't absolutely love. But let me put myself in his shoes and think, have I also done the same thing in some way, shape, or form? And how mm. can we fix it together? Yeah. So instead of saying, babe, you've got to quit doing this. You've got to quit doing this. You've got to quit doing this. Because that'll create an argument. Right. All it does Especially is it makes him feel passionate. small. Yes. And he's very passionate. So we used... To, I'm going to be totally transparent. We used to get in arguments and <gasps> fight. No. And yell. Did we? we used oh to gosh, raise our no voices. And we don't so much do it anymore because we've learned to communicate. 
Now, I'm not going to sit and, and lie to you and say that we don't have arguments or we don't have discussions or disagreements that make it a little passionate. We're, we're passionate people. But I can tell you that we have drastically changed how we communicate and we can figure out how to have a good, communi- com- a good discussion mm-hmm. without the other person left feeling like dirt. Mm-hmm. And that is mm-hmm. the goal when you communicate with your spouse. Right. You never want to leave the conversation and both of you feel like trash. Right. I mean, it's really it. Because a lot of men will just completely ignore you and just go on about their business yeah. because of the fact that they feel like one, they've been hurt, and then two, they feel like, oh, okay, you're going to talk to me about this, but you do this, this, that, and right. the other. Right, But, you know, So all you're doing is going back and forth and just down, downing each other yeah. and making each other, you're squashing each other. And, and where is that going to go? It's not going to go anywhere. So your conversations, we, we hit, did we hit on this? Did we hit on this where we did the... Maybe we didn't. I mean, we, the sandwich it. method. Did we oh, say that no, no, last no, we time? didn't. We didn't. Okay, the sandwich method. We do this with our kids, but we've learned to do this with us too. If there's something that we feel like is going on within our marriage that needs like brought to light, then we give a compliment. You sandwich it. Hey, I'm really proud of you for doing this. Mm-hmm. Or I'm really proud of us for the way that we're handling this. Mm-hmm. But maybe. Next time, and here's the sandwich part. So you got the good bread on the outside. That's the good, and then on the inside, you got a little bit of meat, right? It's and a so funky. that little funky meat, you got to be like, maybe we should try this next time. And then on the end, we're gonna end on a good note. Again, I'm just I want to reiterate. I'm really proud of us for how we're handling this. I know that it may not be easy, but we're gonna get through it together. And that's ending with a donut or like a donut. <laughs> Another good piece of bread. So that's my marital advice for y'all okay. today. All right. If you want to have a good marriage, it is all going to be based on how well you can communicate. Truthfully. For God first, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to communicate with your spouse. And you need to be able to be okay with talking about things. Right. And talking about your feelings. And not throwing stuff under the alert. You right. also need to make sure that you're praying with your spouse about the issues that you're yeah. having. So that you guys can actually get somewhere with them. Yeah. And you're not just talking about them and just discussing them yeah. and letting them fly. Okay, since we're having marital advice today, the other thing we need to stop doing as women, and because I don't believe that men do it as much, um, but women, your marriage is your marriage, and unless you are sitting in front of a counselor mm. or someone who is going to help you both together, stop running your friends and telling them what Ooh, your spouse does. Ooh, that's a big one. Shoot. Ooh, she just I hit him had, in the head. Huh? I did, I did. Jeez. I have been guilty of this, but I got some... Really, when Aaron and I first got married, I was real guilty of this. And I would run to my closest friends. I can't believe what he did again. I can't, can you, can you even believe that he would stoop so low? And all you're doing is creating more tension in your marriage. And Mm -hmm. the trust is going to be gone. Because if you can go talk to your friends and badmouth me for my friends, I can do it too. So where's the love in that? Your marriage is your marriage. You should never speak to someone about how bad their marriage is unless you're going into a, a godly counsel of yeah. some kind. Now, I will say Keyword, I do godly have counsel. I do have friends that sometimes come to me and like, can you pray for me? This is something that I'm going through. But mm-hmm. if you're seeking prayer not to just badmouth your spouse, then just be careful what lines you cross. Right. You don't want to go in and badmouth your spouse because then it looks like you're perfect 
and your spouse is this horrible person, the only thing that's going to come of it is your friends are going to defend you. They're going to also think your husband is an idiot. And then you make that person, because it, it can go both ways now. Yeah. I know some men that, you know, they discuss, they discuss their marriage with yeah. their, their buddies. You know, they go out and hang out or do whatever or at work. And then, you know, but by you doing that, that makes, one, that makes you look like you're an idiot because of the fact that you chose to be with <laughs> yeah. that person. You put that ring on that finger. And then, two, it makes you look like you're not, like, being a man about mm-hmm. the situation that you're dealing with. And you're... taking the easy way out and like you know complaining about stuff and not fixing anything so it 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 makes you look bad for doing stuff like that so don't never want to bad mouth your spouse the the, that's probably the biggest advice i can give you on this whole episode is do not bad mouth your spouse to anyone Mm -hmm. ever they people because it makes you look bad it does there if you have a problem within your four walls and in your four walls fix it you need to fix it you don't need to let people in unless you know for a fact they're going to help you fix it. Yeah. Don't talk to people unless yeah. you're seeking godly counsel. Yes. Air, okay. air it out. Figure it out. Fix it. Fix it let within God your four walls and God first. You. And if you cannot fix it within your four walls and with God, then seek godly counsel. That's my advice for you today. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to play this game. Okay. <laughs> So, and thank you to the lady, Dr. Phil. We appreciate welcome. you and your kind words. <laughs> well, I hope you got that good nugget, okay? It was a good nugget. It was a so. great nugget. Write that one down. It was a nugget from Nuggetville. That's right, Nuggetville. Right. Hot off the Let's get into press. this game. All right. So, this is an ick's game, and we're going to say back and forth one ick. And they're not, I, mine's not even that bad. But one ick that we do, like possibly gets on our nerves just a little and we're not allowed to react okay and the saying goes what no reaction chamoy chamoy if you are a tiktoker you've seen these guys on here and they're like giant one chip challenge all of these hot things and they're like no reaction we're not allowed to do reactions carolina reaper blue talkie powder (laughs) purple cheetos what Oh no purple exist. Cheeto. That was foam. It was a giant thing like of foam, foam that he was anyway, just Anyway, tangent. All right. All so, right. no reactions allowed. You are allowed to say okay. No chamoy allowed. No chamoy. Okay. So, I'll let you go first. All right. No re- Okay, wait. Let me reiterate. No reactions. <laughs> no explanations. Okay. You just have to be like, okay. And then from this game, you're going to know, okay, these are some things that might irritate my spouse. So, I'm going to try to work on them. That's what this game is about. Okay. Maybe we'll do explanations later. Off. I'm telling you, this is probably going to have to be here. a part two because it's. But they're going to want to know the explanations for the reasoning that we have each ick. Maybe maybe we'll have a part two on the icks explained. Mm, okay. So stay tuned. We might do that. Right. But for now, that's an idea. Because I'm sure there is an explanation for everything that happens within our home. Yeah. Even if there are things that may drive us nuts. I'm sure there's an explanation. You so ready? Anyway, go ahead. Are you ready? Number one. Number one. You go first. Number right. one. Okay. This one This one is near and dear to my heart. Okay. So. I'm nervous. <laughs> all right, here we go. Ready, set, go. I'm going to just rip the band Go for it. Rip it, baby. Um, You be wasting drinks and food sometimes. I do. Okay. You just get it and either take a couple of sips or sip it, sip it, sip it, sip it, and then you'll leave it. And I'll be like, hey, bro, you want that? Let me, let me get that. And then I'm like, I know you no, never finish it. I'm not 
Recording no, it. I'm gonna save it for later, and then like three uh-huh. days later, I'll be like, "Hey, you still want that?" And you're like, "Huh? What? Want what?" And I'll be like, "Oh my lord, let me get it. I'm gonna take it." Right. Or I'll secretly no sip off of it for like a week. But you're not wrong. Until it's almost gone. There's a like, perfectly hey, you still good. Want that? Listen, there is a perfectly good explanation for this, uh, but I won't explain. You can't explain though. Can't That's explain. part of the rules. You gotta follow the rules. Okay, go. Okay, we're gonna have to have a part two. It's explained because I have a really good explanation for that. Right. Okay, number go. one on my list. Are number one. Number one. You leave your clothes all over the bedroom floor. Absolutely a reason for that. I'm not going to discuss it because it's part of the rules. I'm a rule follower. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Keep your comments to yourself. No comments lady. allowed. All right. Go ahead. Right, I'm by cool. Here we go. Okay. In certain situations, you don't take my advice, but you'll take the exact same advice from somebody else. <laughs> like your mother. That is hilarious. Or like your aunt. Oh, man. Hey, babe. Remember that thing? It's all in the presentation. Didn't I tell you about that? Huh? No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah I did. Said it the exact same way. That's so they, funny. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. That's a good one. <laughs> all right. See, my, this isn't too bad. This is kind of funny. All it's right. not bad. It is funny because it's, it's crazy, but it's funny. It's, <laughs> that's really funny. Okay, number two. Number two. Number two. You never close the shower curtain, and I always tell you to close the shower curtain. Hey, you never know who might want to take a shower after you, man. <laughs> All right, cool. It's ready. Number three. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me do my number three. Your number three, not mine. My number three. Okay. All right. Sometimes when we're having to, <laughs> I can't even get it out there. All right. Sometimes when we're having discussions. Or like when we're going through situations, you'd be making assumptions <laughs> instead of asking me either why I'm doing or saying what I'm doing or... I do jump to conclusions sometimes. Yes. I'll give you that. Okay. Yes. It's valid. <laughs> All right. It it's is. not wrong. I'm not, I it validate happens. All of your feelings, honey. It happens. Your feelings are validated. Number three. Number three. So we're trying to live... Wabaki. Minimalistically. And you always leave cords everywhere. You do not know I'm how to put them in the basket designated for cords. That's because I'll be charging stuff. All day, every day? No. Yeah. Quit explaining. No explanations. Sorry. No reaction. All right, number four. That's the right. last one. Not go. by fall. Okay. Last one. Make it a good one. All right, here we go. You ready? No. <laughs> go for it. All right, here we go. Go ahead. Your feet be stinking sometimes. <laughs> they do, man. Free toe chips. Free toe legs. That was legs. so kind of you. What? It's true. I love you. I love your stinky feet. They stink, though. But, you hey, know, we, at least we got not stinky all the time. feet together. Not all the time. Listen, I had a preacher tell me one time back when I was younger, and I was in a different church, <laughs> and I was a deacon. He was like, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a uh, evangelist. And he was like, listen. And he put me to the side. He was like, listen, if your feet don't stink, you ain't Christian. I don't know how biblical that is. That was biblical. <laughs> that was from all the way all right. back in the times all of right. Jesus right. and the, the disciples. Number four. Okay, number four. All right, number four. Since we're talking about your stinky feet. No, we was talking about your stinky feet. You I never said put your shoes away. They're all over the house all the time, and all of us be tripping over them. 
My shoes do be stinking if I work hard. <laughs> and they're all over the house. <laughs> all right. Those are our icks, everybody. We, we did absolutely good. We got to have a part two to this. I got to explain we did pretty myself. Good. He has a perfectly good explanation as why you cannot put 32 pairs icks. of shoes in the shoe designated spot. She- Everything has a spot, honey. Anyway, you're not allowed to explain, so love you. I ain't going to explain <laughs> today. Love you. I'm going to come back. We're going to discuss All it. right, so here we go. So now we've done our fun X game. Now I want you. You, you can start or I'll go. Whatever. Name three things that you love about me, and we'll go back and forth. Aw. You're getting lovey-dovey. Lovey-dovey. So, um, okay, three things that I love about you. I'm gonna start split. with one. Should I say okay? Not by one. All right, not by one. Okay. Um, you're super like you have such a like a really giving heart. Like you have a what is this? A servant's heart? Yeah. You have a servant's heart and I absolutely love that about you. Because not only do you serve me, you serve other people, you serve our children, and you serve the ministry, and that's just that's who you are, how you are. 24-7 and it never changes or turns off. And that's dope. Thanks. I love that. That's one. Number one for me. Number one. Number one. I would say number one for me would be I do love that you're passionate. Even though it can be difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a gift and a curse. It is. It can be. But I love how passionate you are about us. Like mm-hmm. You have a passion for us to thrive. You have a passion for your kids. Um, and you're just, you're, you love so deeply. And I love that you go out of your way to make sure that we know that we're loved. Right. It's really good. I will smooch you and. All the time. Smoochy kiss. I'll smooch you and I'll poke you in the belly and tickle you. You're going to know you love. He makes sure that. That we are loved. And I love that. Number two. Number two. Okay. Um, Let's see. You have strived to, um, like, trying to, like, make me happy and to hear me out and to validate my feelings and, and, you know, my quirks and weirdness and stuff like that. So I accept you. You see me. Yeah. And I like that. Because a lot of people deal with that and they don't yeah. like, they don't relate to their spouse and they don't like do stuff for their spouse. You actually yeah. go that extra mile and do stuff for them. Yeah. And I, I always want to make that. sure that you were seen, felt, seen, heard, heard, heard. Yeah. all those things. Because I would want that for myself. Right, but I, right. even if you I didn't. put yourself in my that's shoes That's the thing sometimes. is like, I don't do stuff for my gain. You right. know what I mean? You but can't. I, you can't I, do that in a marriage because it's yeah, not going to be successful and you're yeah. not going to get the goal that you want. Yeah. We talked to somebody today about mm-hmm. that when we were doing street ministry. Um, just how important it is to love your spouse unconditionally, yep. even if you don't get it back. Yep. Which is not easy to do. Yep. I'm thankful I do get it back. But you still have to love them selflessly, unconditionally, and without Ooh, pain. You also have to love them the way that they receive love. Look them love languages up. Yes, That's a big one. Right there. We dealt with that. Up. Because I would love people in my love language yeah. 
and I wouldn't get it back. And I'd be like, man, I can't stand them. They don't, they don't love me, and they don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't, they don't receive my love the way that I'm giving it out. But I didn't realize that I wasn't loving them in their love language. Right. I was loving them in my love right. language, right. and that's why it wasn't being reciprocated. Right. Because I wasn't loving them the way that they receive yeah. it. Yeah, that's good. We yeah. need to, we will have we, an episode yeah, yeah, of love that's languages. Definitely, that's on the list. <laughs> it's on the to do list. We yeah. got y'all. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it all. Are we on number two? Uh number three. Do, do, number, two. number two. Number two. My yeah. number two. Because I did my number two, so you're okay. yeah. My number two is I love that you work so hard to allow me to stay home and raise our kids. That ain't easy. I know. So I stay home. Now I do hustle on my own for our family too, but not to the extent of It's a different type of hustle. Not to the extent of my husband sometimes working fifty hours a week. 60 hours a week. That's hard. And um, so I really appreciate that you do that so I can homeschool the kids and raise the kids and take care of the home and take care of you. And right. So I appreciate that about you. Okay. Number three. Okay. Uh, let's see. Third thing that I can say that I love about you is... Hmm. Am I going to go physical? I don't think I'm gonna go for it. You're allowed. Go this ahead. Is, she has a Just very, keep it PG. She has a very nice <laughs> past. If if anybody can can correlate to what I'm I'm talking about or what I'm speaking of. Listen, us folks from the hood, man, we, we like a, a lady with a um a big behind. I didn't even say that. I wasn't going there. I was gonna say um a motor in the back of her home. Oh my goodness. Yes. Shout he out likes to that I have childbearing hips. Childbearing? Is that what they call it that's in Caucasus called, Land? That's Caucasus Land. Okay, talk. childbearing. She 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 was fed cornbread and and beans, beans yeah, and cornbread. I love you. It makes them thick, man. We love it. We love you. I love. Okay, let me piggyback on my number three. I love. That wasn't even my number three for real. I just I just that saw was, it and was, was like, yeah. You said it put a smile on my face. All right, so for me, I love that you love me for me. I love you. I do. You love everything Everything about about me, physically, spiritually. Mentally, everything. Even my brain. You love my brain. You're crazy than a mother. I love (laughs) it. I mean, you know, that that adds excitement to the relationship. You can't be no normal person in this day and age. It's not a thing because you'll be bored. Yeah. You got to have some excitement somewhere and like, you know, right. extra personality or something. You got to spice it up. <laughs> it yeah, is what it is, person. you know? And if Maybe. you can deal with it, that makes you a better Let's person. Let's not add schizophrenia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. You know, everybody has their, their good side and their bad side. That's you know? true. That's true. It is what it is. All right. Is. So let's uh, end this on one more thing. Tell me something that I did today that made you happy. Something that you did today that made me happy. Um, okay. Um, okay. Okay. And it doesn't even have to be something anything. for me. It could just be anything in general. Okay. Uh, you made me super proud uh, by um, making progress in the, the situation that you're dealing with right now with your leg. By... Um, being able to like, you know, really just pull up your bootstraps and, <laughs> and do the things that you need to do without any help. Because that showed me that like I could go to work and I I didn't have to worry about you being able to take care of yourself while, you know, I'm at work. Yeah. 
So, like, she's she's getting to the point where she's able to, like, do stuff on her own. Like, walk around the house yeah. and take care of the kids. There was a couple days dishes I and stuff like that. couldn't do anything for, for a couple days. I literally Which is fine because I can definitely, I can hold down the fort now. Don't don't think yeah. I'm, you know, some lazy I was literally stuck husband. in bed and he had to help me to the bathroom. I mean, that's how right. bad my leg was. And for I had to take bit. care of all the kids, feed them all, make yeah. sure they were all, you know, safe and yeah. wasn't trying to rip each other's heads off of things. <laughs> right, and, right. like... Like, you know, that sometimes that can like, I don't know, that can put like a weight on, on yeah. a guy in a relationship or in a marriage or a family or whatever yeah. that like they don't really need or want. Yeah. But at the same time, you you show your character by stepping up and being yeah. able to take care of, you know, things that may be lacking for whatever reason. Yeah. So and it's not a negative thing. Having to work by the grace of God, you were able to get. Um, you were able to get off early one day right. and then he was able to take me to the doctor and stuff and so that was good yeah and then he was able to take care of the kids the rest of the day while I laid in bed with my foot yeah. propped so up, that means so. that like I can work uh, a eight hour ten hour shift come home and take care of business yeah. and do other stuff too yeah on top of that, that just shows how how solid of a man you know you are. If not you to toot your own that. horn or anything. I'm not talking about just me. <laughs> I'm talking about all of our listeners as well. You know, yeah. we got some hardcore folks that we that we congregate around. You know. Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot for a man to go out and work all day and then come home and be dead. But that's something I, another thing I really love about you is when you walk through the door, you immediately come in. As dad, as and I husband, take care of business. And, and I kiss all my babies, and I make sure right I, into the mix. Yeah, I be I, I kiss them all. I give the ones helps. nuggies that need yeah. nuggies, and you know. He helps me with the kids, and, and I mean I've had him all day, so he'll come in the door and he'll change out his work clothes and probably grab a snack or a drink. I gotta and get a snack and something to drink. What do you need? How can I help? He'll yep. change the baby for me. Yep. And that's a fun thing about our marriage that I want another thing I appreciate. I know we need to wrap it up, but I just want to say another thing I appreciate is Aaron and I have this thing. We've had it our whole marriage that if he is home, he changes all the diapers on the babies yep. and wipes all the butts because I have to do it when he's at work. And, and I okay. love that, that you are so hands-on. You're such a hands-on dad. I don't mind a stinky diaper it. or a stinky behind <laughs> every now and then. It don't. It ain't going to kill you to wipe somebody's butt. Yeah, yeah. All right, so something that you did today that made me happy. Okay. Um, just, I will say, this is probably my, the, my <clears throat> favorite thing that you did. You actually did it twice today. But you randomly what? just, you did this twice today. You randomly came and you're like, hey, babe. And I'm like, give me one second. I'm, I was like doing a talk text message for something that had happened today. And I was like, just give me one second. And he said, okay. And then you came out and you just hugged me and you said, I'm really proud of you. And I appreciate everything you're doing. And I know that it's hard to stand here with your leg, but I appreciate and I'm proud of you. Oh, I remember that. You did that to me twice today. I didn't do it twice, You did. You did. You did one earlier, like, before we left. I remember, yeah, before we left, I did it. And then you did it when I was just standing in the kitchen cleaning out the cabinet. Oh, shoot, I forgot that I did that. You did it twice today. See, I be telling y'all, I be forgetful sometimes. I totally forgot about that. Another, something that, another little nugget y'all need to take, and we're about to wrap up. Another little nugget you need to take. Go out of your way every day to do something to put a smile on your your spouse's face. You don't have to buy them a gift. 
you know, that's nice every now and then, but don't buy their love. Right. Find because you ain't always gonna like have said, money. Every now and then you can buy them a gift. That's fine. Money but is expendable. Even if you just stood in the kitchen with them, just like he did, put your arms around him and said, "I love you," and I'm really proud of everything you're accomplishing today, or I'm proud of, I'm really thankful for what you did today. Just it means a lot. You need to pursue your spouse every day, every single day, or you will become a roommate. Yep. Yep. And it is your number one goal to not be roommates with your spouse. And we have been there. So we have we been speak there. from experience. We have been there. I think we've been there twice, actually. Yep. And so for us now, we're so passionate about sharing with people how important it is to pursue your spouse every day, even after eight years, even after 25, 50. Pursue your spouse every day or you will be a roommate. And don't forget to touch their behinds every now and then. Every now and then. All right. On that note, (laughs) we are going to jump off here. But I just want to say thank you all who have hung out with us today, who have stayed the course and listened to us for 45 minutes. We appreciate y'all, We appreciate you. you. And, um, yeah, we'll be back. This was fun. And on that note, we're going to end out with a bang, y'all. This has been... Another episode of Surviving the Hood with Aaron and Brittany. Woo! See you later. Bye!